Tyler. Hello. Ready for our weekly movie delay news? Oh, God, am I ever. <laughs> so in what seems like every week, uh, some more movies got delayed. So the Batman will no longer hit theaters in 2021. Shocker. Yeah, so it's been moved to March of 2022. Matrix, that Matrix uh, sequel, also got moved up. It says it got moved up, though, not moved back. So does that mean it's coming out earlier? Uh, Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that one got moved back. Um, Dune got delayed. No, hold up, though. Matrix got moved up, not back. It was set to come out April 1st of 2022. Yeah, no, now it's coming out December 22nd of 2021. Yeah. Yeah, so that one got moved up, which is weird. And then, the faster I get to see it, the better. So I'm a win for that. Yeah, fair enough. Dune got delayed by a year. Of course. Flash um, also got... Uh, it got moved back by like six months. <sighs> and Shazam got moved by like a year. These are all like a lot and of they, movies that I was excited to see. Yeah, and then they just took Black Adam right off their calendar where they're just like, we don't know when we're going to take this out. Have they even started pre-production on Black Adam yet though? I think it's very early pre-production. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And then, what is it, uh, Universal Jurassic World get pushed back a full year. I don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah, uh, like I really liked uh, the first one that they did. Yeah, and then that the last one they just did was not that great. No, like I, I still enjoyed it, but like it was definitely not like the quality of that first one. Mm -hmm. What makes me excited about this new one is they're bringing back um, all the OG cast from the very first one. So I did see that they were, I did see reports of Jeff Goldblum coming back, but is yep. Hugh Grant coming back too? That's not yep. Hugh Grant. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Um, what the fuck's his name? Yeah. His character's name is Grant. Yes, his his character's name is Grant. Um, but like Laura Dern's coming back. Um, and that guy is coming back too. That is exciting. Yeah. So, so that's that, what... that makes me a little bummed out that it's getting pushed then. Yeah. Sam Neill. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, the the three of them are coming back, which that that has me excited. And then fucking in real strange news, that Monster Hunter movie that they're making moved up to December of this year. And it was originally a twenty twenty one. So. That that is interesting. Yeah. So I like I wasn't really interested in watching that movie to begin with, but it's weird that they're moving up, especially into like December when that's a bold move. Yes, it is. <laughs> and yeah, it must be because like I haven't really seen or heard a whole lot of like hype about Monster Hunter. No, so I, had, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't like I'm not dying to see it, but I'm <clears throat> a little bit curious about it. 
Yeah, me too. Like, what does bum me out though is it looks like that is moving up because they've had to delay Escape Room Two, and I don't, I can't tell you why, but I very much want to see the sequel to that. Uh, I, I'm drawing a complete blank on that Escape Room. It was like mostly unknown people. Like you, if you saw them, you'd be like, "Oh, I kind of recognize that person or that person." I think the only like real quote-unquote big name was Deborah Ann Wool. Okay, yep. Of True Blood and uh, Daredevil fame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just looked it up on IMDb. I remember seeing trailers for it, but I never watched it. Yeah, it wasn't like a, a knock-your-socks-off kind of movie, but it was interesting because it was like kind of like when the first Saw came out where like it was, you know, that kind of like gruesome kind of horror movie. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was like intriguing at the end. Like you get to the end and you're like, oh, that's kind of a twist. Like what is going on here? And you want to know more about why this is all going down. Right, right. So it, that's kind of how that ended. So like I actually am kind of intrigued on the sequel. Yes. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll give up on that whole franchise <laughs> when they hit like Escape Room 5 and it starts getting ridiculous. But yeah, yeah, pretty much. It, when I watched, I remember when I watched the, the trailers for that, it gave me like a Kevin in the Woods vibe. Kind of. I'm not familiar with Kevin in the Woods. It uh, It's amazing. It's um, got fucking, I want to say it's got Chris Hemsworth in it. It was one of his first ones. Yeah, it's Chris Hemsworth is in it. It's It was like before he was Thor. Um, oh, you Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, I could have swore you said Kevin in the Woods. Oh, no. And I was like, I know it. Yes, I have seen Cabin in the Woods. That's one of the few movies that I thoroughly enjoyed so much that I actually bought a Blu-ray copy of. Oh shit. Yeah, I I quite quite like that. Yeah, it was really good. And that was that was Joss Whedon, wasn't it? It, it was a no, big No, he wrote it. It was Drew Goddard that directed it and also co-wrote with Joss Whedon. All right, but Joss Whedon wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it was yeah, it was a super interesting yeah. plot. And, and it, it was like it, one of those good horror movies that like has that perfect balance of like kind of horror-ish, but with the the humor mixed in. Yeah, yeah, it had like a yeah, it was like that campy horror humor kind of thing. Like they really did it well. It was crazy mm-hmm. good. I just wanted to see the merman. <laughs> yeah, or when fucking Chris Hemsworth fucking it's like that heroic thing where he's like jumping the dirt bike over the fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah. fucking mountain he just hits the fucking invisible wall and fucking splats <laughs> yeah, that movie I, I, that movie went some places that I didn't expect it to yeah it was very very enjoyable I was very happy with that film yeah I kind of want to rewatch it now <laughs> but yeah so lots and lots and lots of uh, movie delays yet again yeah which kind of Ties into um, some of this other news with uh, theaters. Mm-hmm. So Regal Cinemas, which isn't, uh, it's one of the larger ones, um, is going to close all of its U.S. locations. Um, like not permanently, but like basically like there's no point in having them open right now. So Yeah, and I, and I see that... Uh... It's a subsidiary company of Cineworld, and Cineworld yeah. was the one who was allegedly going to buy Cineplex. Yeah, until that in, in Canada. Yeah. yeah, 
So like I'm I'm wondering if with, the, with them shuttering all of their uh, U.S. theaters for now anyway, like obviously that's uh, they're not making any money and it's better to keep them closed than to keep the power going kind of thing. Yep. <clears throat> so I wonder if this is going to bode well for Cineplex in their like lawsuit against in a world for like fucking them over on that buyout. Yeah, I don't know that that because... whole buyout thing got super fucking weird. Yeah, but I mean, the whole premise that, or not premise, but like the whole reason Cineplex is like suing them now is like COVID hit and you backed out of this deal under false pretenses. Like it was pretty much signed and ready to go. But once you saw that, you know, yeah, theaters weren't going to be able to make money, you realized that you couldn't do this, but you had already signed the contract. So like you fucked us. Yeah. And yeah, be curious. technically that, uh, given this news, like this, lends credence to that right yeah for sure yeah i'd be curious um once all that shit gets figured out like what the news is on it like if like i don't know if there's what the legal basis is or what the details are like no one's gonna know that so Mm -hmm. but but yeah it's definitely interesting yeah and it's yeah, it's like AMC and Cinemark are not going to close their doors. Yeah, so I think but it was AMC like... is in a worse financial situation. So, like, yeah. that's just all super intriguing. Yeah, so, like, it seems like basically, like, Regal Cinemas did the math and said, like, it's not worth it for us to keep it open. And obviously, Cinemark and AMC did the math and said, like, being open and making some money is better than being closed and making none. But, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I'm real curious to see how these if if there is movie theaters in a year at the rate these are going like they're going to need something to keep afloat. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. Like again just because like their biggest market is like in the states where they're getting hit the hardest out of like yeah. I think any country, right? Like Yeah, pretty much. So and it's yeah. Yeah, it's oh. crazy. Maybe they'll get that that big studio investment money. Uh, that's if I if if I had to put money on it, I bet uh, the studios investing in them would would happen. Especially being that, like whatever it was a few months ago when we talked, when they like redid those regulations and allowed theater or studios to actually invest in them. Like now that they have the power to, I mm-hmm. I bet that's how it shakes out. But who knows? Who knows? Only time Weird. will tell. Yeah. All right. Well, in more super duper like dreadful news. So like not only do we get the whole all these movies moving, theaters potentially shutting down. But it looks like Glow has been canceled at Netflix with them citing COVID again as a fucking excuse. Yeah, which I feel like that is. I think we talked about that when they use excuse uh, the last time, like. Come on, just be honest. <laughs> you yeah. weren't going to renew it anyway, and you just needed, like, a reason to. But, yeah, I never watched Glow, so I'm, like, I can't say I'm super upset about it, not being being that I never watched it, but... Yeah, I never watched it either. I've heard good things, and it's been something I've been meaning to check out at some point. I just haven't... There's just too much other stuff that's more interesting to me, so it's yeah. just constantly kind of, like, bumped down the list, but... yeah. But yeah, it's like the the problem I have with this is like, and grant again, granted, I haven't actually watched the show. Is it was like um, 
a sudden cancellation. Okay. Like yep. from the reports and stuff I read, they filmed the first episode of the new season. Mm-hmm. And, and then, uh, and then shut down. Yeah, shut down because of COVID and then just realized it's going to be too hard. So they're not going to release that one episode that they have filmed. And it just ends with the three seasons, which according to like the stuff that I've read and people's comments and stuff and read it ended on like, not like a crazy cliffhanger, but like nothing's wrapped up. Right. So again, you have, you have a show that's ending where there's just like all these open story arcs yeah, loose and nothing's wrapped up, which was like my huge gripe when they canceled uh, the society. Right. Like it end like that first season I thought was very captivating. I had so many questions. I was curious where things were gonna go and just like, no, nah, we're done. Yeah. But well, this also this... lends credence to like I don't know if you've heard the Netflix three theory. Yeah. And where it's like they cancel after three seasons. Yep. Yeah. Unless it's like super successful. But Yeah. Well and then uh uh semi related, I read an opinion piece. So I mean take it with a grain of salt. But uh, it was going through a bunch of like the Netflix shows that like have been canceled after three seasons or a couple that made it to like two or four. Like I think um, my I haven't watched it yet, but my parents said it was hilarious. The Norseman. Okay. Yep. And same with that show. It just got like axed. Oh, really? And the, the running theory is, is that uh, it's not necessarily about like, oh, three seasons and kill it. It's that when they introduce new interesting shows, they get a lot of viewership in the beginning, but then numbers start to peter and they want new subscribers because anyone, if like anyone's curious, Netflix hasn't been hitting their like quarterly goals. No. So they're trying to bring more people in. So instead of pumping money into a fourth season of glow, they can take that money and pump it into something completely new to try and lure more subscribers in. (coughs) Yeah. And, yeah, that's I. I don't know if I would fully believe that, but at the same time, I could kind of see it. But yeah, Netflix is weird that way. Yeah, like I bet there's, I bet there's like some sort of weird fucking algorithm they have tied into the fucking Netflix API that just spits them out a yes or no. Well, on like whether something gets canceled, or it's like okay, <clears> like <throat> this percentage of new people signed up to watch this, and this percentage of existing people you know checked it out and stayed with it or whatever like i bet there's some super like intricate metric that they just look at and go oh that gave us a no so we're gonna cancel it yeah i uh i really wish that like if this was a money thing because honestly i wouldn't be surprised if it was to oh, yeah, free up money right because yeah. you, you got to imagine like remember too like you sign on actresses and actors or whatever for the first season, you sign them on for whatever rate. Yeah. But as yeah. the season progresses, they always renegotiate and they always go, Oh, well, oh, yeah, you know, sure. I'm pivotal, pivotal to the story. I'm a main yeah. character. I want more money. Right. So like yeah. every year a season or a show continues to air seasons, those actors get bumps. Oh yeah. Yep. Right. They get more expensive as it goes. Yeah, absolutely. So like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past Netflix that they were trying to free this up for other stuff. But my gripe is, is like, if you need more money for other stuff, like, quit paying for exclusive streaming rights for some of these just like really god awful old fucking shows that 
like I don't know if you've ever just like browsed some of like the yeah. TV show categories. You look at some of yeah. these shows and it's they like got some trash. Yeah, like it's like you can't like there's no way people are legit watching this whatever show, right? No, and like I think it, I would be all right if like they came out and said like hey, the show's only going to have 3 seasons. Like I I think that would be the better thing, which is like maybe they should just start picking up shows and saying like, hey, you've got three seasons and that's it. And like, if you want more, we'll look at that after the three seasons. But like if their track record is like shows with like two to three seasons and then they suddenly get too expensive, like make shows based on that then. Like where it's just because I'm fine with like a show that's three good seasons and then it ends. Mm -hmm. So like maybe that's what they need to be doing is just like, hey, you get three seasons and then that's it. And then they can write accordingly. I don't know. Yeah. And if they do that, I'm fine with that too. I just, I hate when these shows end with no closure because yeah. like I was like glow was on my list. Cause like I'm, I'm an Allison Brie fan. So yeah. I was like curious about it. But now, yeah. now that I know that it ends after the third season and there's no closure and no, they didn't so wrap anything up. It's like, well, do I even bother now? Yeah. And that's, and this one's weird too, because like by all accounts, this one was like really successful. Like I think it even got some Emmy, Emmy uh, stuff one year too. It definitely got Emmy noms. I think yeah. two years in a row, but it it lost yeah. out to um, almost every time it lost out to the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, weird. I don't understand <sighs> Netflix sometimes. No, I don't think anybody does. I don't even think Netflix understands Netflix. No, I don't think so either. They just jacked up prices too again. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, did they? I didn't get an email saying that. Uh, if you have like a normal account, the prices stay the same. But if you have the premium account so that you can get the 4K stuff. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah, that subscription's going up like two or three bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Now I got to think about if I really want to renew it. It's going to be... Because I think it's like 20 bucks now, and I think it's going to be like almost $24. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking Netflix. All right, well, in other news. Yeah. So that got, uh, Game of Thrones prequel. Yeah, which I'd, I'm undecided if I'm going to bother with it. I mean, I'm going to check it out just because it, it, all the people that worked on that final season um aren't a part of it so that yeah but gives I, me I, hope but i've got such a sour taste after yeah. the way that that ended oh yeah for sure that like i don't know if i want to push forward with another game of thrones era type thing especially because like if this if this is a game of thrones prequel yeah i'm guessing it's not written in any way shape or form by uh George R. R. Martin. Yeah. No, I don't believe it is. It is. It's a prequel, um, kind of based on like the Targaryens and all that start stuff. So, mm -hmm. and the news is like they they cast um, uh, Viserys Targaryen, which would have been the older, uh, oh fuck, an older brother of some sort. I don't know. Yeah, that would have been um, Amelia Clark's older brother in the first couple seasons, who basically sells her into slavery. No, it's someone else, I think. Or well, that was her older brother oh, anyway. Okay, 
So who was this? her older brother sold her to the Dothraki. That's right. Or traded her to the Dothraki or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, and the person they cast is I'm trying to see. I thought that's who they cast. Maybe it's someone like, like uh, from back in the day that had the same name or something. I think. Mm, yeah, maybe. Maybe may right, but yeah, they cast. Uh, I, I've never really. This guy looks familiar, but I don't remember what I saw him in. Patty Constantine. He was in The Outsider. He was the oh, uh, yes. guy who owned the stri- or worked in the strip club. Oh yes, okay. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was all right. I mean, yeah. So it okay. Just going through this, it does look like it is based on R.R. Martin's book *Fire and Blood*. Oh, okay. Which is one of the a song and ice and fire things that he worked on while he was supposed to be writing the next proper installment of the main yeah. series. Yeah. Yeah, and this takes place three hundred years before the original show. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna hold my judgment. I may or may not check it out, but I'm still pretty fucking chapped about uh, Game of Thrones that I don't know if I'll ever dive into that world again, yeah, unless they decide that they're gonna completely reshoot and redo the final that, season. That would be amazing. Yeah, especially because, like, I can't remember when it was a couple of weeks ago or uh, some time ago. Like some of the actors, like, are even kind of starting to come out and like give their thoughts on that last season. And like some of them are just like, yeah, it didn't really go the way I thought it would. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Now that there's <laughs> enough distance and they're not going to get in like major trouble and they've already yeah. got their like new projects lined up, they can yeah. finally sit back and be like, okay, that was trash. Yeah, exactly. Like, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'll check this out. Cause when that, when game of Thrones was good, it was good, but I I also don't have like super high hopes either. I'm just like oh, I'll check it out and see what it is, but I'm not like oh my god, give me this. Yeah, and I'm just like meh. Yeah, which I think is fair. So no hype there. Yeah, for me, but I am beyond hyped for the Andy Samberg Craig Robinson superhero comedy. Yeah, yeah, which is based like, on a fucking strain of weed that just makes you. Have superpowers? Yeah. Yeah, this seems like another one of those dumbass fucking comedies that should be great. Yeah, I'm I'm super, super pumped. Because, like, my favorite, like, television interactions, like, as of the last couple of years, have been when Craig Robinson goes on Brooklyn Nine-Nine as Judy. The Pontiac, yeah, the Pontiac Bandit or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, like, those yeah. are my... Second favorite episodes followed, like, almost tied with, but not quite with the heist episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I agree. They're they're phenomenal, so. Yeah, so I'm I'm beyond stoked for that. And then for some reason, fucking Common is in this, too, but. Okay. Yeah, I'll let it go. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm down for this, like. His kind of, their kind of style of comedies are. Are usually pretty solid. You kind of you, you know what you're getting, right? So it's, mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm I'm totally down for this. Uh, yeah, 
I think this is red. And then we get Chloe Grace Moretz to star in a new Amazon drama, The Peripheral. Yeah, which is um, being uh, created by those Westworld uh, people. So it seems like kind of when they made that deal with Amazon where they're going to do a handful of stuff, like they're doing that Fallout show and they're doing something else and they, they're doing this too. Yeah, I, I can't say the synopsis is really uh, driving me into this, but I mean, yeah, I, I love Westworld. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm going to wait until I can see a trailer and get yeah. a vibe for it. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I'm at too. I mean, like, I like her. I like the people that made Westworld. But, yeah, that synopsis is kind of like, eh, that could be cool, but I think I meant the same. Like, let me see something from it. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. I just... Well, and and good for her. I, th- I think yeah. she's, a, she's a good actress. So yeah, like... me too. I like her. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, this is, this is cool. And... I'm curious, um, like what else they're doing with Amazon, like if they're if they have any more stuff in the pipeline, or if it's just like the couple of things that have been announced. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, this is like very early. Like they just announced it, so I wouldn't expect it anytime soon. But no, it'll be a while for sure. Yeah. And then we got James McAvoy and uh, Claire Foy doing a movie. Yeah, and she's good, but I mean, yeah. let's be real. James McAvoy is probably like one of the worst actors in Hollywood right now. <laughs> yeah, everyone hates James <laughs> McAvoy. He's awful. He's awful. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people that like pretty much if he's got his name attached to something, I'm yeah. willing to look at it. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I think he's a rock star. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. And yeah, I really like her too. And they're making. Uh, it's a thriller. And I love thrillers. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Reading the kind of the premise, like it seems like a kind of good, suspenseful kind of like thriller. So, like, I'm down. Kind of like you. I'm a big fan of those. And yeah, I feel like what's going to be the most intriguing is there is. McAvoy's not acting off a script in this project. Yeah, which is what really intrigued me is like that they basically were just like, "Yo, you're gonna do improv the whole time," which is kind of crazy. Yeah, not not the first time this has been done, but no, it but might maybe... be the first time it's been done in some sort of like uh, suspense thriller yeah. drama type movie, though, because like um, the League. Yeah, the majority of that show is yeah. improv, where they get like, yeah. "This is the scene, and this is like the premise of what's happening." But you guys come up with the lines, and like that show's just like almost straight improv. But I mean, you look yeah. at like those comedic actors, like Nick Kroll, and yeah, yeah, I can't remember the other guy's name now. Even though Mark Duplass, like, so like they nail it. But that's comedy, right? And those are twenty-minute episodes. So like, this yeah. is going to be interesting to see him improvise his whole way through like an entire film. Yeah. And they kind of say the reason. Um, so like, they're going to give him basic aspects of the story and then like, that's it. And, and like everyone else will know. 
Um, but like apparently a big part of the movie is like the character he's playing um, is kind of like like his life is like clouded in mystery and he doesn't really know what's going on. So they're kind of like, hey, why don't what if we just did the same thing to you? So yeah, I gotta wonder though. That would have to mean that a lot of the other actors and actresses in this film are going to have to improv because they can't go off a script either. If he's going to imp like improvise all of his stuff, none of that's going to mash up with a script. Right. So yeah. their reaction to his reaction is going to have to be improv as well. Yeah. Unless they have like, unless they write the scripts in a way where it's like, Hey, here's kind of the main things that, like they need to talk about or something like maybe they give like Claire Foy like some general stuff like okay he's probably gonna react this way so kind yeah of... or they or she gets like scripted lines and then he has to react to it and that's the end of the scene and then yeah, based maybe. on his reaction they alter and give her new scripted lines yeah I could see that too yeah the logistics seem crazy yeah this is gonna be a tough one I feel like but I've at the same time, it just makes me even more excited because yeah, it's gonna be pretty wild. Yeah, and I feel like if if they nail it, that, that could be awesome because like mm -hmm. you just get natural reactions from McAvoy, right? Which is would just make the per performance better, right? So yeah, no, I think it's cool. It's uh, yeah, I I don't know that I'm trying to think if this has ever been done in a in a main movie like this, and I I can't think of one that's mm -hmm. had that so no me neither i'm very intrigued yeah i like mcavoy and then in news i figured you would love you figured wrong no you don't want you don't want an angels and demons tv show uh i do but this <laughs> is not an adaptation of dan brown's angels and demons no what Yes, I saw this and I also got like super excited because I, lo I, I love those Dan Brown books and I loved Angels and Demons. So when yeah. I saw this, I was like, sweet, they're going to make a TV series out of this. They're going to be able to oh. like actually live up to the book. No, completely unrelated. It has nothing oh. to do with Dan Brown's novel. Oh, well, I feel like a dumbass now. <laughs> don't, don't, don't feel bad. Like when I saw it, I got hyped on it and was... It wasn't until I started reading the article and I was like, oh, not that Angels and Demons. Oh, yeah, because when I threw this in the news, like I, di I didn't read too much of it because I was like, I don't give a shit about an Angels and Demons TV show. So I was, but I was like, I bet Tyler would. It's based on a Pulitzer Prize winning article oh. by Thomas French published in the St. Petersburg Times. Oh. Weird. Yeah, so. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it still sounds kind of intriguing, but like the whole thing, like I'll like the whole thing opens with a hook to kind of give you a yeah. feel for like what's happening. And it's yeah. one year had gone by since the murders, and then another, yeah. and now the investigation were deep into a third. They were yeah. working day and night, working weekends, putting off vacations, losing weight, gaining weight, growing pale and pasting haggard, waking up at three a.m. with a jolt, and scratching notes on pads kept beside their beds so it's going to be like a murder mystery okay kind of I, thing so like i'm still intrigued but definitely was a little disappointed that it wasn't yeah dan brown's that, angels yeah. and demons yeah yeah i'm always down for like a good a good like decent kind of detective mystery mm -hmm. 
So, huh? Well, I thought that was something else. <laughs> That's okay, man. So did I. <sighs> and it looks like the Resident Evil reboot will star K.S. Goodell. It's good skillet. Fuck. Goodellero. Yeah, butcher that more. Goodellero. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I they, always say it right in my head, but when I go to like actually verbalize it, I just fucking fall apart with it. Yeah, I'm. I would. I butcher every name. So, but yeah, uh, they got them. Robbie Ammo, um, Hannah Kamen, and yeah, yeah. Those those last two names I'm not overly familiar with. I do know no. her, and I thought she did a good job in the Maze Runner series. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I am intrigued, but I am super, super in, interested knowing that this is they're going to play characters based off the first three video games. That's where yeah. I get, like, really interested. Yeah, yeah. It, so it looks like they're going to kind of tell that story of of those characters. Um, so, yeah, it's um, who... And Tom Hopper. Yeah. So Tom Hopper is going to play uh, Albert Wesker. Um. And yeah, yeah, I'm down for this. Um, mm -hmm. I'm curious. Is this is this the one that's landing? Oh, fuck. There's so many things landing on the Netflix. The TV show is Netflix. Mm, so this is going to be like theatrical release, yeah. re Resident Evil reboot. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about this because I, I like those first few games. I like, I like the, the first few movies. Until yeah. they started getting a little too ridiculous with it. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of went some places that they, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious how this is going to do. Mm -hmm. Like what, yeah, like how much are they going to stick to the first two like games? The, yeah. Like are they going to like kind of beat for beat it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, another one we're going to have to wait for a trailer to kind of see which uh, direction they take it. I hope they try to stay as close to the game plots as possible, but... Yeah, me too. Um, and I think I think them doing that is smart, especially because, like, that Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 video game remakes came out, and by all accounts, um, like, everyone loved them. Like, I played the second one, and it's phenomenal. Um, mm -hmm. So I th I think there's kind of a resurgence for those, you know, original games. Uh, well, or... well, you, and you know that the success of this new like rebooted franchise is going to hinder on how well they adapt from the games, right? Because like if they're like, oh, this is a reboot, and we're basing you know these three movies off the first three games, and then everyone yeah. goes to see the first one, and they're like. This is like barely based off the of games. It's the same yeah. characters, but the story's different. Then you're just you're gonna kill the yeah. motivation to go see the second and the third, right? Because obviously yeah, exactly. those will be very loosely based. I feel like that was the big problem with Silent Hill. Mm -hmm. I got super hyped for a Silent Hill movie until I went and saw it, and I was like, this isn't really like the games at all. You can't no. call this a fucking adaptation of the Silent Hill game because it's unrelated. Yeah, and it, like it's one thing. To do like what that Netflix show is doing, where they're just like, "Hey, we're gonna," um, like where they're upfront about it, where they're like, "Hey, we're gonna tell a story in this universe, um, that doesn't, that isn't based on anything." Like that's mm -hmm. fine if if you, 
if you kind of put that up front, like, hey, this isn't the, you know, story of the games or whatever, it, it kind of takes place in that universe and maybe touches upon some stuff, but but it seems like what they're saying with this is that they are kind of going to base it on those games, so hopefully well, they, they better do it right. Yeah, hopefully they stick to it. Because, yeah, I think if, if done right, I think it could be good. It definitely has potential. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, but I also want to see, like, a trailer. I want to see what the tone is. I want to see, see how everything yeah. looks. You know, is there really shitty fucking makeup? You know, like, or are they actually going to put some time into this versus just kind of try to make a run-of-the-mill tentpole? Oh, yeah, I mean, there there's so many things that could go wrong. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna remain hopeful. Yeah, until I get that first trailer. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, it's it's cool that they're actually like there's some tangible casting news. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the Resident Evil reboot, uh, like the movie wise, has just been floating around for a few years. Like they announced it a few years back, and then everyone was like, "Like, what's going on?" So. Yeah. Time will tell. Yeah. And then Benedict Cumberbatch, his Doctor Strange character, is going to be in the new Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland. I'm very, very happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. So they announced this and said that he's kind of going to kind of take place, kind of be like a mentor role, like what Iron Man and like Nick Fury was. Mm-hmm. So, and then... What got me really excited about this is, like, it seems like they're going to try, like, all signs are pointing to that third Spider-Man movie opening up, like, a live-action Spider-Man multiverse. Because there was those reports of the second Doctor Strange movie having all those Spider-Mans. Right? Yeah, I I hope this is the way it goes. And I feel like with DC announcing that's how that Flash movie is going to work. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel's like, "Oh, that's a good idea. We got to get yeah. in on this too," kind of thing. Yeah, and especially given that the Spider Verse, uh, like comic movie they did, like did so gangbusters, well. and like it was amazing. Like it's a great movie. Um, so I think them doing like the live action version, you know, I think when you kind of look at the pieces of like those rumors that, uh, you know, Sam Raimi's Spider Man is going to be in that Doctor Strange movie. You know, and then Doctor Strange being in the third Spider-Man, and then Jamie Foxx's, you know, character coming from, you know, the fucking other Spider-Man series, like, all signs are kind of pointing towards they're going to do that, so. Yeah, I really, really hope that they follow through with that. I think a multiverse, for both DC and Marvel, a multiverse movie would be phenomenal, right? So Yeah, and, like, I think, like, when you look at kind of all these articles you know each on their own it's kind of like eh. but like when you kind of lump them in together you're just like if they don't do the multiverse like why are they why are they doing all this right yeah like it just doesn't make sense right so it's um which yeah has me super excited because i i really like benedict cumberbatch and i like those spider-man movies so sign me the fuck up for this yeah i'm really hoping uh, when this is do- all said and done, though, that this isn't the end of Tom Holland. Like, I, I really like him as the new Spider-Man. Yeah. So yeah, and I- 
and historically, like, I mean, no one's really made it past like three, right? Yeah, and I bet, I I bet the sad truth is I bet that is totally dependent on Sony and Marvel making another deal after three. Yeah, and what probably. that looks like, you know, because the deal to make that second um, Spider-Man, like, there was like a few weeks where like it straight up wasn't happening. Like Sony was like, yeah, Marvel wasn't playing ball, so we're not doing it. And then Disney got their shit together and made it work, but. Yeah, but you know they can still, they can still do more Spider-Mans with Tom yeah. Holland, even if they don't oh, yeah. have a, a a deal with Disney and Marvel, right? Like, yeah. they still own the rights to a bunch of the Spider, like pretty oh, yeah, much the whole Spider-Man sure. universe, right? So yeah. a, a lot of those characters, they can keep pumping these movies out. Yeah, I just want to see Tom Holland keep reprising the role because yeah, me too. I, I think, think he's great. Yeah, way better than than Toby, and way better than Andrew Garfield. Like he is. By by and large, my favorite of the Spider Man so far. So yeah, I think he's way, he's definitely way better than Andrew Garfield. I still have a, I still really like Tobey Maguire's, but I don't. That third one where he does like emo well, yeah. Spider Man and stuff. Yeah, like thir- it, let's not talk it, about the third one. But but it was enough that it killed the rest of that franchise for me. Yeah, fair enough. I still really like the first two, but yeah, I mean, I think you know with Marvel kind of giving the go-ahead for like Doctor Strange to be in the next Spider-Man has me feeling like maybe they're they're totally willing to play ball on new deals and stuff but or just buy the goddamn rights back (laughs) yeah yeah or that um let's not pretend you don't have the money yeah yeah exactly um but that's probably a case of like Sony is like straight up like no we're not interested in selling it um so there has to be a limit, right? Like they, I'm. There's no way that they sold lifetime rights to so Spider Man. The rights it, they are um, basically, um, and it works. I believe, um, like they gotta not make something for so many years, and then the rights just automatically relapse back to Marvel. But like, as long as they keep making something like attached to that, those rights, like every few years, they have them. Really? Yeah, I also believe that's then, how it is. Here's hoping that if uh, Tom Holland steps down and they have to redo Spider-Man again, that yeah. they dump hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars into it and it's a massive flop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just hope that they keep playing ball. Because, yeah. Because then you can get some Spider-Man people into the Marvel stuff. Yeah. And Marvel people into the Spider-Man stuff. So. I would just be... I'm super interested to see, like, a complete, like, you know, like, the Avengers were, like, they tied all these different Marvel characters into the Avengers, right? And it was, like, this massive, like, crossover between all these different superheroes and characters. Yeah. And now that Disney owns Fox, so they got their rights back to X-Men. and all that shit, yep. Yeah, so, like, it would just be so nice to see Spider-Man come home and then Marvel could do Marvel movies with all the Marvel characters. Yep, yep, for sure. Less the Fantastic Four, because I think... Was Fantastic Four Sony or was that Fox? I think that was actually uh, Fox. Or no, was it... So, oh, was it someone else? Those rates are fucking weird, too, because, like, the Silver Surfer wasn't a part of it. Um, mm-hmm. Let me just look. The fan. I, I want to say... Uh, the Fantastic Four... I want to say Fox uh, had it. I want to say you're right, too. 
Yeah, it was Fox. So, yeah. so they got the Fantastic Four rights back yep. too. Yeah. Speaking of Fantastic Four, I've seen a lot of uh, online uh, campaigning for John Krasinski to play As, uh, uh, Reed Richards. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally on board with that. Yeah, I would be into that as well. They took me like two seconds to go. Oh yeah, that would be fucking great. Get and then get his wife as uh, what's her name? Uh, Invisible Girl. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just give that. that whole movie to John. Like, let him fucking yeah. direct it. Let him yeah. cast. Like, let him do what he did with A Quiet Place yeah. with a new Fantastic movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd be all right with that. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then, yeah, it looks other, like Pixar's Soul. Yeah, just going Skipping straight to theatrical release. Yeah, going straight Sorry to Disney Plus. There. No, no. But yeah, and in news they said that they weren't going to do because they said that Mulan thing was like, oh, we're just it's a one-time thing. And then they're just like, yeah, maybe not. Just doesn't look like, well, I mean, I don't really watch Pixar movies to begin with, but it doesn't look like it's that intriguing to me. No. Um, and, like, at least with other Pixar movies, you can see, like, oh, this is definitely going to be captivating and all the little kids are going to want to see this. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting that same vibe from this. Like, you can see, like, okay, Toy Story, yeah, kids are going to be into that and Up and, yeah, you know, Wally, whatever. But, like, I just, I don't see the kids going crazy over this yeah and like i'm not gonna lie i love the pixar movies so like i'm totally gonna check this out especially because it's based on jazz and that's my favorite genre so yeah I'll not mine at all so. yeah yeah which i figured as much but but yeah it's just i found it more weird that like when they did it with mulan they were like yeah no this is a one-time thing and we aren't planning to do this and then they took like the next pixar movie which pixar movies are fairly big well, they just did it with that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's weird that they kind of like waffled back and forth. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll see how this plays out. I mean, if this does well for them, then we might start getting bigger and bigger releases happening on right on the platform. Yeah. I, Which, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm into because if I yep. can see a Marvel movie the day it comes out or, you know, whenever I want at my own convenience. Yeah, I'd be totally down for that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm... You know, I think we've talked about it before. If they were like, yo, Black Widow's on Disney Plus. Give us 20 bucks. Like, come home from work on a Friday night and pay 20 bucks to watch fucking Black Widow on my couch. Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or like, fuck yeah. Like, sign me the fuck up. Um, but, yeah. Hopefully they do it, but I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they will or not. Yeah, I have my doubts. I think they're going to need to land a lot of success with a lot of these uh, smaller titled ones, but... Yeah, or, like, world events are going to have to get, like, way worse, where they're like, okay, we can't, like, we're not going to be able to show this in theaters for, like, another two years. So, fuck it. But, yeah. Yeah. I think they should just do it anyway, though. Mm-hmm. And what else do we got here? Jensen Ackles and his wife formed a production company and landed a 
big deal with Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I didn't know they had a production company. And yeah, I just <laughs> thought this was cool. Doesn't surprise me, though. No. Like, it seems like everybody these days is like, yeah, I don't want to act forever, but I still need big bucks coming in. So I'm just going to yeah. do this. Yeah, pretty much. So, And because I'm an actor, therefore, I am overqualified to own and run a production company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was cool just because I, I like him. So, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a fan and I love the yeah. show. So, yeah. So I just thought it, it was kind of nice to just be like, oh, yeah, shit's working out for you, you know, and and the, he kind of cites, you, you know, because Supernaturals, you know, with Warner Brothers, right, under CW, like, just yeah. kind of cites, like, I've, I've been working with them for two decades, so this is just naturally, A like, them fit. just keep working with them, right, you know, yeah. so why not, you know, so it's, there wasn't any details on, I guess, what they're doing or anything like that, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I just thought it was cool. I was like, yeah, that that's good news. <gasps> and then in news I'm really excited for. I figured you would be when I saw this. Yeah, so um, Apple is doing, I guess, kind of the third um, series in like what was like the Band of Brothers, kind of the Pacific series with Tom Hanks and Spielberg. Um, so Apple's doing the third one, which is kind of based on World War II fighter pilots. Okay. And they got the guy that did that first season of True Detective. He's going to direct. That, Ooh, so, interesting. Yeah, so this has got me real excited. I never never saw Band of Brothers, and I never <sighs> saw Pacific. Oh, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Band of Brothers There's- is so good. You know, I've heard that from lots of people. I know lots of people that like rave about how good they are, but I'll I'll be completely honest. There's like a couple of genres that just don't really do it for me. And those aren't one of them. And old timey war movies is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. It's got a like, fucking rock star cast. I yeah, I've I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of stuff about it. I've seen trailers yeah. and everything. But yeah, yeah, that that world. Same with the weird um like the old night kind of worlds you know like oh, yeah, thinking yeah. back to like king arthur that kind of stuff oh yeah yeah, just that, not your genres yeah it doesn't do it for me either and same with like some of the weird like old school kind of-esque fantasy worlds like it took me i want to say probably three seasons before i even bothered to watch game of thrones yeah just because it's not your genre yeah yeah and that's fair like if it's not if it's not something you're like i'm just not into this then i i get that yeah but. so I mean, congratulations to everyone who's, like, super hyped on this. But. Yeah, I am one of those people, because I fucking love Band of Brothers in the Pacific. And yeah, I've heard so, you rave about it before. Yeah, so to, to get another one um, and get some, like, good talent behind the directing and stuff like that, sign me, sign me right up. So, yeah. I hope it's everything that you want. Me too. Me too. And speaking of genres that I don't overly care for, yeah, Kingdom Come Deliverance is getting a live action adaptation. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if you ever played this game or not, but no, I I honestly did not play it. I've seen it on Steam a bunch, but never. Yeah. But because like because it's not my genre, it's typically yeah. not even the the yeah. games I really dive into. Yeah. 
even the Witcher series, man. Like, I'll be honest, I've never completed a Witcher game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's not your genre, then that's that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But I, I played through this game, and it definitely has a story that could be fit for kind of like a fantasy epic movie. Like, it's got one of those stories where it's like, okay, that makes sense. So. And hopefully it's a good adaptation. There's lots of there's lots of games that I would love to see film adaptations of. Is they it... just have such a long standing history of being horseshit. Yeah. yeah. Utter and complete garbage. Yeah. So, so I feel like a lot of companies move away from the idea of adapt or of uh, adapting video games into films, right? So like I even though I'm not realistically going to watch this or check this out, I hope it does really well. Because yeah. with the technology and like, it seems like a never-ending pool of talented writers and directors out there. I would love to see some more video game adaptations come out. But until yeah. some of them are extremely successful, you're gonna have studios leery of doing it, right? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I'm the same way. Because yeah, there's so many good stories, you know. And yeah. You know, it's like talking about that Risen Evil movie, like, like I hope it's good, but like, you know, is it really going to be the one that people are like, oh man, video game movies? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet, and I could be totally fucking out to lunch on this, but I bet the project that makes people go, hey, video games and like TV and movies can be really good and really profitable is that HBO Last of Us show. I bet you that does it. If the, if it's good. So. I if hope it's so. Good. I but, hope so. Yeah, because if, if they kill that, which I, the more I think about it, the more I think they will, depending depending on who they cast. But, yeah. Fingers crossed. I wish yeah. that, that, that film the best of luck because I, yeah. even though, like I said, even though I'm not going to watch it, I really hope yeah. it does well. Yeah, me too. And it's, uh, like I, I really enjoyed that game. Like I played it. It had a really good story. So, I it like it's it's a game story that is suited to like, kind of like a fantasy epic kind of like Lord of the Rings kind of thing, right? Like it's so mm-hmm. I'm I'm down. I think is it's a good one to make. Yeah. Well, here's hoping. In other exciting news. Little yes. Denzel Jr. is doing a film with Christian Bale and Margot Robbie. Yes. David no o. title, is no directing. plot. Yeah. I like David O. Russell. Yeah, me too. So, like, it's you already got, like, a solid cast. And I'm seeing yep. that, uh, like, I didn't know this guy's name or anything like that. But uh, the cinematographer that they've got attached to this as well has won three Oscars. So, you know, it's going to be shot. Yep. Like beautifully. Yep. Yep. So beautiful cinematography in an all-star cast. Like even though there's no actual title yet and they haven't really released plot details. Yeah. I'm already into it. I'm already yeah, ready me, to go. Yeah, me too. Um, Put it in front of me and I'll watch it. Yep. Pretty much. So it's, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm totally down with this. It's like you said, good cast, good director and a good cinematographer. Like, you're checking all my boxes. Yeah. Right so, into it. Like, fuck yeah. Send me up. It's, I kind of wish they would have like given some sort of plot information about this, but 
Yeah, is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what last Christian Bale movie I watched. I think it was that Ford vs. Ferrari movie, which was real good. I've heard. It's on my list, but I still haven't watched it. Yeah, it's good. I don't know what the last Christian Bale movie I saw was. Probably the Batman movies. Oh, really? Well, he did Terminator after Batman, didn't he? Or was that during or in between? Uh, oh, shit. I don't even remember. No, the last one I saw was the one that he did with Casey Affleck. What? What did he do with Casey Affleck? Pretty sure Casey Affleck was in that film. I know the last one I saw him in was Ford v Ferrari, and then before that it was Vice. Uh never saw never saw Vice. It's I'm not pretty bad. sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did one. I'm, I uh, I'm looking I like right him now. L- loosely. I'm What's that? I'm looking right now. I'm curious. What would that have been? Oh, I did see him in the big. Oh, short. out of the furnace. Yes. Casey Russell was in that, or uh, fuck, not Casey yeah. Affleck. Yeah, yeah. I actually never watched that movie. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, it was. It I, reminded me a lot of Manchester by the Sea, where it's like, oh, it kind of has a plot, but oh. at the same time, not really. Hey, I love Manchester by the Sea. So yeah, if you like Manchester by the Sea, you're gonna like it because it's that really slow burn, moving burn. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at the cast and fucking Zoe Saldana, Casey Affleck, Christian Bale. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Yeah. It was Horse Whitaker. It was, it was a out. good movie. Like the whole premise is like Casey and Christian Bale are like brothers, if I recall correctly. And Casey yes. Affleck just gets back from being in the military and is trying to like adapt to life outside the military and decides to become um, some kind of like cage fighter. Oh. And then gets like mixed in with like the wrong people, like bookies and stuff that want him to like take dives kind of thing. And I think the the bookie that he ends up working with is Woody Harrelson, who plays like a super like redneck hick. Because oh, he okay. ends up and he does like backroom cage fighting, like not like oh, real cage fighting. It's like, kind of like, like out in the suburbs and like bare knuckle boxing for the fight club style. Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of really want to watch this now. Yeah. So actually, now that I think about it, it definitely was more of a plot than Manchester by the Sea <laughs> had. Fair enough. But yeah. It, it, it was decent. I, I enjoyed it. I sh- I should watch that. And then, yes. So in HBO Max, DC TV news, they're doing a Green Lantern series. Oh God! I hope Ryan Reynolds is coming back. Oh yeah. No, they aren't even basing it on the main Green Lantern characters. Which no, is they're weird. Base it on Lantern Corps or what? Yeah, I think so. So, um, like they're not doing the main. Uh, Green Lanterns, which is like Hal Jordan. Um, I'm trying to remember the other two. Um, yeah, I couldn't tell you. But I think that's because they have other plans for those characters. So they're like, we don't want to do this in a TV show because I think they're doing some movies or something like that. So that makes well, sense. But... We know that fucking DC Warner loves to cast different actors in their films and their goddamn TV shows. Which yeah. pisses me off. Yeah. So, but yeah, they ordered. Uh, ten one-hour episode series, so and it it could be good if they do it right. Yeah, like t- Titans is hit and miss. Yeah, and 
I honestly haven't gotten around to watching Doom Patrol yet, so I can't comment on how that one turned out. But I hope yeah. they do it better than like The Flash or Supergirl. Like, I think they will because I think you know with this, you know, there's that Gotham, um, the prequel to like the Batman, you know, yeah. based on the police department, and uh, there's a few others that they're doing. So I think like the ones that are starting out on HBO Max. I think, or where they can, you know, kind of make it not CW tone, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because it would be pretty hard to take, like, the CW's Flash and then be like, okay, we're going to put it on HBO Max and all of a sudden make it R-rated, right? Like, the audience would probably revolt, you know, for the people that watch those. Yeah. Because they're like, that's not what we're fucking watching, right? But, yeah, you know, starting fresh, you know, with, like, a Green Lantern series, like, I think... You... Yeah, I think you could do that cool. I hope so. I th The one thing that, that like, kind of worries me about this is, like, Green Lantern is based in space a lot and, like, on weird planets, so it's, like... Don't cheap on the CGI, you yeah, fucks. Yeah, that's, like, my thought is, like, you, you don't cheap out on the CGI because um, you're going to need it and you're going to need a lot of it. So. Oh yeah! If they use the same company that does the fucking Jade Tiger and Titans, like uh, oh, it fuck. shows over. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so I think they got to get that right. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down for this if if it's done right. Like I'm I'm really curious to know what some of these HBO Max DC TV series look like in our tone wise. Like yeah. if they're actually like I think that given the tone of that Batman trailer and them kind of saying, hey, this is like a, a prequel to that makes me think that that one is going to be fairly dark. You know, so I'm curious if like they're going to kind of go down that road with most of them or or what? Well, I'm definitely going into a lot of these these new HBO Max exclusive series with high hopes but low expectations. Yeah, me too. Like I need to like see some and kind of go oh, okay these are really good or eh, okay okay right and, and i'm hoping because you know like yep. hbo like the name hbo is synonymous oh, it, with yeah. like amazing television so to yeah. do this under an hbo flag and not put it on like the cw yeah like i have to hope that hbo is yeah. like okay we need to make sure that our name doesn't get slandered by this yes yeah. the hbo name carries carries weight right you know you, you hear of you know like you're oh there's a new hbo documentary yeah. like you know it's going to be good you know because they've built up that track record or you know when you see something like a trailer from hbo you know even the shows that I, like i totally don't give a fuck about on hbo when i see a trailer i look at it and i go that that's that's good quality and i won't watch it it's synonymous that, with that's high quality. quality yeah um so, and you know we'll get into it when we talk about that other HBO Max show. But yeah, like it's their name carries some weight, right? Yeah, please don't ruin the HBO name. Yeah, you know, and I think I'm more excited just to hopefully have good DC like TV shows. Yeah, like I I just want that. Like I want good DC Comics TV shows. You know, because I think back to like you know, Daredevil and The Punisher on Netflix. Like, I loved those shows. I was like, Fuck Yeah, they yeah. were really well done. You know, so give me some 
of that with like you know you don't have to give me a batman one but like give me some good dc characters and tv shows like yeah i want that me too and so and then kate winslet which i love kate winslet she's great <laughs> i love her okay. um she's doing a new movie that sounds kind of intriguing at least i think it is it's kind of um based on like a big cryptocurrency scam and like people going missing and because of it and shit and it's based on a true story which is kind of crazy yeah and so i'm i'm very much into this yeah and like it's actually there's it's kind of based on a podcast and i've I've had the podcast in my queue forever and now i kind of like am maybe not going to listen to it because i want to watch the movie Yeah, I'm, it, I, I, this has a lot of potential, and it definitely is yep. like a, an interesting premise, especially because yep. it's like, you know, a real life premise. So there's, there's yep. definitely a lot of potential here. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of that, kind of seems like the suspenseful kind of thing of like, oh hey, this kind of shit happened, and a bunch of people lost some money, and then like people are going missing. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm down for this. Yeah. So I think this is cool. Um. I don't know when they're planning on doing it, but I think they they got a director and they got her, so I think they're they got most of the stuff done. Yeah, not a whole lot of information on it other than a couple kind names of, and the premise, but yep. But I mean, I'm sold on her and the premise, so yeah, sign just me pump up. it out already. Yep, sign me up. I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to run out of intriguing things to watch. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing that, like, was great when the pandemic started. It's like, oh man, I got so much time to catch up on all this TV. And like a year later, it's like, okay, I'm starting to run out. Like, what's next? <laughs> you know, it's like that evolving problem. Of like, oh my god, there's so much. And then it turns out if you give people like a fucking year of being quarantined, they're like, hey, it turns out we watched everything on the internet. Yeah, pretty much, eh? So, yeah. But I think that's yeah. it for news. Yeah, that's that's all. That's all I've seen. Yeah. And all so, right. so you want to talk about Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, real quick. This week was kind of crazy. There was a first perfect ten, or not perfect ten, but a ten score, which was nice. That's like really first time this season, or first time yeah. in the history. Uh, first time this season, because it's on its third episode. So for someone to get like a 10 score on a third episode, like it usually takes a little bit longer. So that was cool. And who who was it? Uh, this is going to sound awful, but I don't remember. Oh. It was like Tuesday when I watched it. Uh, I can't remember her name. I think, I believe she is uh, one of the young people. She's like 19 or something. Like an old Disney star, if I remember really. Hmm. I think I could be wrong on that though. <laughs> and then they fucking holograms the whole Backstreet Boys into a thing, which was a whole lot of what the fuck, why. It was super weird. Like you remember when fucking what was that concert where they hologram Tupac in? That concert was a music festival. It was yeah. Coachella, and I was yeah. there. I was at Coachella that year and got to see the Tupac hologram. Okay. 
that's kind of rad. I didn't know that. Yeah, but. man. It it was honestly it was pretty impressive, and that yeah. was full fuck. Eight years ago, nine years ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago now. Yeah, maybe not that long. I think I went twenty eleven or twenty thirteen. Uh, seven, seven, eight years ago. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. So I can only imagine how far the technology has come since then. So here's here's the funny part: is it is it just looked really bad because it was ABC doing it on a budget for a show that's declining in ratings, so it just looked awful. Fair. It, yeah, it, like it looked real bad because I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I was just like, "Oh, this looks horrible, like horrible." Like it was just kind of like, "Oh, what the fuck?" So that was kind of crazy. And then interesting. Uh, and then good old Tyra fucked up the results and sent it. The wrong people off the stage and then had to run after them which was kind of hilarious so really not doing well in that hosting role no but like at the same time like i've seen a lot of internet hate for her about that when like it totally wasn't her fault it was like the producers talking into her mic fucked it up and so she got the results wrong so mm, kind of like that oscars fiasco where they gave yeah. him the wrong envelope to read yeah so like i like i totally don't fault her for it um because like she was as she was like chasing them away explaining she was like no no no, like the producers told me like like they gave me the wrong information and i was like i feel bad for that but it's just yeah bring back tom bergeron fuck (laughs) yeah i don't think it's gonna happen for you bud no i don't think so either but i'm gonna keep telling myself that it might but that's all i got for dancing with the stars okay okay so how far did you get in raised by wolves uh, to the point that you were last week. I got two more episodes left. Mm. Yeah. Actually, I've got, got one episode left. I only uh, managed to get through one this week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I almost fucking caught up to you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. What are your thoughts so far? I actually enjoy it more than I thought I would. Um, but I definitely understand. Uh, like when you were talking about where you're like, I don't know what it is. But I don't know why I'm still watching this. But you are. And like I didn't really understand that at the time. But now I totally do. Where it's just like. I don't know why I'm still watching this. But I want to keep watching it. But I don't know why. Yeah. And it's funny that you, like, that you say that. Because I was uh, talking to one of my friends the other day. Turpin. And uh, he's. When he came out to the island with me here. Yep. We watched the first episode together. Yep. So I asked him, I was like, oh, did you ever continue on watching Raised by Wolves? And he and he goes, yeah, I finished the whole season uh, just the other day. And I was like, end? And he's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's a good show or a bad show. He's like, <laughs> I don't know why I kept watching it. Yeah. He's like, but I just kept watching it, but I couldn't tell. He's like, I don't know if yeah. I was hopeful that something exciting was going to happen. Or what? He's like, but I don't know how I feel about it. He's like, it's honestly one of those things where, like, if they come out with a second season or they don't, he's like, either way, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I'm kind of there, too. Like, it's there's certain stuff I like about it. Like, I think it's it's gorgeous. Like, I think the way it's shot is really cool. Um, Yeah. And, like, some of the premise is kind of cool where I was like, okay, sci-fi kind of, like, a new age seven years like religious war okay that's interesting enough sure um but yeah i I still don't know why i'm watching it but i like i want to finish it because yeah it's weird it's weird 
fucking yeah, weird. I, I, I still don't know, man. I dig. I don't like the show, and at the same time, I do like the show. I it's 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 I've never had this with any other show before. Yeah, I think I'm the same way because like like there's times where I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, this is really cool, and then like there's times where I'm just like, ah, come on, and it's just like, yeah, I I don't like it and I like it. Well, and that's why like I was saying last week that I felt like the first I don't know however many episodes like the went from. The start the, from the very first episode up until the very last one, it spans over 10 one hour episodes. Yeah. And even though I still have the final one to watch, I feel like this whole story that's played out in front of us could have been done in like five. Yeah, probably. Like, there's just lots of stuff yeah. that I felt just dragged on and was completely pointless and, and didn't yeah. need to be in there. And some stuff yeah. was shot longer than it needed to be. So yeah. like, and that's all mixed into the whole, I genuinely almost completely done the season i don't know how i feel about it yeah yeah i'm like the same way like i got two episodes left and it's like i i i don't know what to feel about this it's super it's such a weird reaction to a show that like i don't know that i've had this either like you were it's like this is either the greatest show or it's the worst show or it's some weird hybrid in between and i just don't know it's like fuck i don't know it's weird yeah i it's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 I, yeah. Yeah. I got, I got one episode left to watch and I honestly, I had the intention of watching the, the last episode this week, but then I got just right hooked into utopia. Okay. Yeah. And I was actually going to watch, I was going to try to finish race by wolves last night and then I finished, I think it was episode eight. And then I like came back downstairs and I was like, I think I'm just going to, like, watch some more Entourage. And so I just did that for a couple hours. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah. But tell me about Utopia. <sighs> Have you seen the Amazon trailers for it or anything? No. no. I don't really know anything about it other than John Cusack is in it. Okay, well, I'll read you off the premise because I've had this conversation with a few people so far who are like, oh, tell me about... Uh... Uh, utopia like what's it about and i butcher trying to explain it because like i'm looking at the imdb description as well and yeah so i'll I'll just read it like the the premise is a group of young adults who meet online get a hold of an underground graphic novel which not only pins them as a target of a shadowy deep state organization but also burdens them with the dangerous task of saving the world what and there's the fuck absolutely no way in the fucking world i could give you any sort of explanation or like plot synopsis better than what they did right there like i've tried i've tried like and yeah. other friends have been like oh i'm watching utopia and they're like what's that about and i try to explain it and i'm like i can't i can't fucking explain this yeah yeah I, yeah that's is it good yes Okay. It, it really, really is good. It was a, it was oh, okay. a sleeper for me for sure. Like I've seen it because like uh, in my room when I go to like watch stuff in bed, yeah. I use a, a fire fire TV stick. Okay. Yep. And so like at the top when you like turn it on or whatever, you see like oh use your recent apps and shit. But the very top banner is always pretty much advertisements for other Amazon shows. Yep. So like I've seen it there a bunch of times and it wasn't until the other night my friend was like, oh, I just finished the whole season of Utopia. Man, what a 
like dark and twisted and fucked up show. And I was like, yeah. okay. So I was laying in bed and I was debating like, oh, do I watch the last episode of Race by Wolves? And I was like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. So I just happened to flick on Utopia thinking I'd like put it on and kind of play on my phone at the same time. And then I just yeah. ended up like straight focusing on the show. Huh. And then yeah. one turned into two turn. I think I watched the first like four or five episodes like in one sitting. Nice. So it, it's super intriguing. It's it's very dark. Yeah. In a lot of places, but still has humor. Yeah. It's also very graphic. Okay. I can see like, that. There's some scenes that have made me flinch. Oh, really? Like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Like without telling you like the details of what is happening in the scene. Yeah. There's one scene in particular where, and I won't even tell you the characters, but one character takes a knife and is trying to like extract information from another character. Oh, okay. And takes the knife and like basically cuts like the person's eyelid in half. Yeah. And it was like, oh God, it like it made me yeah. flinch. It's like yeah. it, it's graphic. Yeah. But honestly, um, watch the first episode. Yeah, and I just the first episode to my list so the, the first episode as soon as you watch the first episode you'll be like yep i'm in yeah i i think i'm definitely gonna check it out because i like I, I remember seeing it on like the amazon prime service but like i i don't go on amazon prime a whole lot anymore and, and like this yeah that that's fair the the series is, itself is really good and i like i said i got one episode left and i've yeah. i've been really into it i will say though like the first episode is like how do I say it? It's what gets you gets you hooked. Like there's other oh, okay, episodes yeah, yeah. where you're like, okay, this one's really good, and then you watch another episode and you're like, okay, this one's a little slower. But the first right? one's kind of the banger one to get you. In. Oh my god, yes. Did they like the hook that they put in you with that first episode? Yeah. It's it's so fucking good. It's so goddamn good. That first episode. It's it's one of my favorite series premieres of all time oh really wow it might even be the best series premiere i've ever seen because oh. like so many shows you like watch the first episode and you're like okay i'm i'm slightly intrigued i'm interested let's see how this goes and it's kind of like like breaking bad for example like that show was amazing but the yeah. first like season was so fucking slow and i debated giving up so many times as that first season was developing Right. So like even though oh, that's yeah, yeah. one of the greatest shows of all time, it was very slow to get into it. Same with like yes. if you watch like I because I've rewatched The Office and Entourage and uh, yeah. Parks and Rec and Community. And like, you know, as a whole, those are some of the greatest television series of all times. Yeah. But they're very slow building into it. Yeah. Yeah. This one, the first episode just. Right you gotta, into it. You just, yeah, you just got to see the first episode. It's like, oh my god! I'll probably check it out. So, oh, fuck, maybe it was the second episode. I'll check it out. I have a feeling, reading that description and kind of hearing you talk about it, that I'll probably be super into this. So, yeah, it's it was uh, a surprise hit. Yeah, no, I am super intrigued by it. I, I've added it to the list. I will check it out. That seems cool. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I'm just trying to... Why don't I have a plot? I don't want reviews for the second episode. I want the synopsis. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if it was actually the second episode. I, 
oh, so maybe the first episode is like some setup, and then the second mm-hmm. one is like the banger of like, oh, here's what the actual plot is now that we've set up kind of some general characters. <sighs> yeah. The first two episodes, regardless, whether like all the you'll know you'll know the the particular like scenes and stuff I'm talking about when you actually watch it, you'll be like, oh, this must be what he thought was like super duper awesome and intriguing. Okay, yep. So like I don't want to like backpedal. Like the whole show yeah, is still enough. phenomenal in and of itself, but I just can't quite fucking remember which one. I'm sure I'll realize the one when yeah. you watch it. So. I'm sure you will too. But yeah, super, super duper good. No, that seems cool. Like I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna check that out because I, I remember, like seeing something on it. Like I think it was like the poster and like something, and I was like, eh, and I didn't really think of it, like think anything of it, and never watched a trailer or anything, and I just kind of moved on, which I think that's one of Amazon's problems, right? Is like. You never really know until someone tells you, like, yo, check this out. Yeah. Like, which I feel like is Amazon's problem is, like, there's so many good shows on there, but unless someone tells you, like, yo, check out fucking Hunters or The Boys, then, like, you're not going to really stumble upon it, right? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I just, I wanted to check, and, yeah, it's definitely the first episode where you're like, oh, damn. Okay. Definitely the first one. Good to know. Hey, that's that's what a pilot's supposed to do. It's supposed to like get you in, right? Yeah, it's. So. I don't know. I would have to like sit down and give it real thought. Uh, dating back to like all the shows I've seen, but like off the top of my head, right now, this is the best series premiere I've ever seen. Hmm. Yeah, I but again, know. like I said, I'd have to really sit down and be like, okay, what was the first episode of this show? And what was the first yeah. episode of that? But yeah. I know, like, if I was to stack it up against Breaking Bad, Entourage, Parks and Rec, Community, The Office, this first episode was way better than the first episode of any of those series. Yeah, and I can't think of any, like, I'm trying to think of if I would have to name, like, a fucking banger of a pilot, what it would be. But I, I'm drawing a blank. I would have to actually think about that. Yeah, and honestly, like, I'd have to go back and rewatch the pilot of The Boys because that was, I remember that one being pretty solid because it got me yeah. right hooked. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm going to check that out. That sounds, that description sounds fucking batshit crazy in, like, the most rad way. I was just like, what the fuck? I totally want to see what that is. Well, and, you know, I, I'm, I know you've got a long fucking queue. Yeah. So, just watch the first episode. Just like yeah. m- make a point and put it in your schedule. I'm going to yeah. watch the first episode. Yeah. And I've like, I'm pretty fucking confident after you get through that first episode, you're going to be all in. Yeah. I probably, yeah. So, yeah. I'm definitely down to check it out for sure. Didn't make any more progress with American Horror Story. I didn't even start it, to be honest. No. No. Like, I, I've been real busy. So it's like, I was like, okay watch like the new vow watch like the new uh lovecraft country and then it's like and then i started raised by wolves and checked out a bunch of that and then i just that was pretty much all i had time for because it's busy time at work so it's like come home and it's like by the time everything's done it's like all right i got an hour and a half so Mm. it's i kind of one like 
with American Horror Story, I kind of like to be able to sit down and like burn three or four, like kind of in a sitting kind of thing, you know, but which I might do like tomorrow because I have tomorrow off. So, okay, that's fair. Uh, that's I fair. might just, I should, I, I should be starting some of it this week, but, but yeah, I didn't I, watch too much. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my list because I think for one, she's a phenomenal actress, but I've, I've seen tons of stuff popping up on the internet and on Reddit as of late about how good it is. So I wanted to bring it up because I think it'd be in your alley too, but it's called run. Have you seen anything for that yet? No, it's, it's got, it stars Sarah Paulson. Okay. So it says coming soon, not until like November, but I've seen some like early reviews and it's a psychological thriller. Okay. And apparently it's like, it's a real fucking banger. Oh yeah, I'm just pulling it up on IMDb here. Yeah, so it it's on my list of things that I need to track down and watch. But all of the like early reviews I've seen have been like, yeah, this is this is a fucking solid mind fuck. Oh, interesting. Is this mm-hmm. a Netflix? I or think is... it is. I'm not positive. I'm looking at I the poster think... and it it's like it doesn't say Netflix. I thought I saw somewhere in one of the articles I read that it is coming to Netflix. Oh, it'd just be real easy if I just open up Netflix and type it in. Well, I don't think it's on Netflix yet. Hmm. Yeah, I just looked up the kind of quick and dirty synopsis of it, and yeah, it seems like a decent enough suspenseful. And I, Sarah Paulson's great, so. Looks like Hulu has the uh, distribution oh, rights okay. for it. Yeah, okay. But yeah, everything I've read so far has said like it's like one of a sleeper hit of the year. Like it was supposed to come out back in May, I believe. Oh, yeah, okay. It was supposed to come out Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> Which is interesting given the plot of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so all the all the reviews I've seen so far have been like this is like a sleeper like i've never yeah. heard of this i came across yeah. it by accident yeah because that's uh, like i'd never heard of it before you brought it up so mm-hmm. and then kind of look at the premise it's like okay then that could be cool if it's done right you know and sarah paulson's real good so yeah yeah i'll check that out it seems yeah. it seems all right uh, other than that that's really all i got this week yeah that's all i got too I didn't have a whole lot of chance to watch much. Yeah, and this week my I pretty much I just got to finish off the last episode of Utopia and Raised by Wolves and The Boys. Yeah, I got to catch up on The Boys now that all of it's out. I just got to sit down and just kind of binge the last half of that season. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that the last episode is good. I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I got four to watch now, so I think that's just a matter of me sitting down and just burning through all four. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, I guess we'll just leave her at that note. I think so. And we'll catch you on the next one. Later.